What's up? What's up? What's up? I hope everybody's doing really, really good. Your ears and possibly your eyes have made it to the next episode. The freshness of weekly games chat. My name is Sean. Uh, I'm always joined by my buddies, my R- my IRL friends. Um, they are as follows. Uh, certainly not in an order, or are they? The I, I gotta call him the best half again. Did he say I gotta do that this week? It's it's it is what it is. Uh, John, what's up, buddy? Hope you're doing what's good. Up? Yeah, I'm doing good. But in order to fe- you know say the best half, I have to I have to feel. <laughs> well, tighten up. Not there today. I, I gotta tighten up. Tighten up. Uh, what up to the greatest ghost ever? The kind of all right show producer of audio and mixing. Uh, the man himself, Chris. What's up, Chris? Hope you're doing good. I'm doing good, though. I feel like I'm gonna go buy everyone nine thousand dollars worth of sound equipment and hey. like soundproofing, hey. just so I won't have these problems. <laughs> well, as you listen to this show, if you've downloaded it from iTunes or whatever, uh, this would technically be episode two ninety nine, and you downloaded it on St. Patrick's Day. So happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody. Hope you got hey. your green on. If you forgot about it. That's on you. If you get pinched, it is what it is. Uh, fun fact, real quick. I'm getting my Uncle Joe check on St. Patrick's Day. So, hopefully, if you're supposed to get yours, you do too. Uh, I'm more fun to. facts about... Are you supposed to? Yeah. Uh, more fun facts about uh, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, don't, don't let me forget. Uh, don't. We also stream on Twitch live every you know podcast recording day. Uh, so, shout out to the folks in the chat right now. A mini Nacho Vendetta. Good to see you. It's been Sigma. What's up, dog? What's up? Hope everybody's doing real good. If you want to be part of that intro show shout out crew, um, you gotta you gotta get yourself over to Twitch TV backslash Weekly Games Chat. Hit that follow button and get on with get you know be cool because that's the cool thing to do. If but I can do it, you can do it. If, I was gonna say I was literally gonna say that. If John can do it, you could do it. Uh, boys, if we lived in Ireland, if we lived in Ireland, it is a national holiday, the St. Patrick's Day. Can you believe that? Everything's <laughs> close. We got to move to Ireland. Because I'm sure that they, they get all the other ones. Wait, do we have more holidays than Ireland? Probably. We got to move just for one. <laughs> just so we have John, St. Patrick's Day off. Sean, we have a holiday that celebrates eating turkey. I feel oh, yeah, like, our holiday. you know, yeah, yeah. turkey and yeah. football, I feel like we've won. But we could have green beer and no work. I can drink green beer anywhere. I don't need to be lies, deception, deceit. I don't like your tone. Uh, I believe to celebrate uh, St. Patrick's Day, my boy John is is consuming a nice beverage today. So shout out to what beer today, John? This is this is my usual poison. It's the uh, it's the Wild Leap Local Gold Blonde Ale. Is today Patrick's Day? St. Patrick's Day. Tomorrow, yes, the well, of the day of this. You guys always do this. Remember, they don't hear the show until the day of. Hey, tomorrow the chat though lives day. today. The the chat can understand it because I set it up and I was like, hey, if you listen to the show and downloaded it on Wednesday, I said all that. Um, so it is it is what it is. But yeah, so another fun fact, and this probably isn't such a fun fact. Beer is one of, if not the most consumed beverage beverage on st patrick's day no uh and one final fun fact 
Uh, you know, the color green is associated with St. Patrick's Day, obviously. I got my lights kind of on a greenish tint tonight over here on Twitch. But the Chicago River uh, first dyed its river green in 1902. That's how long ago they started that tradition. And, of course, it's kind of a big deal. Locally to us, the, does anyone know if the Savannah River gets dyed green? I believe they it does. Too, but I think they stopped. Environmental issues or whatnot? Something like that. They might be back to it. Maybe they found a safer way to do it. You know, oh. but uh, last time I went, they hadn't done it for a long time. Uh, we got we we got some confusion in the chat. Uh, what's up, dog? Uh, and that's literally his name. I'm not just like, what up, dog? <laughs> uh, there was some confusion. Uh, Twitch is the place we do stream every Tuesday for the show that comes out on Wednesday. We currently are not live on YouTube. Probably will uh, never course, be live on YouTube. Probably not live on YouTube uh, just because, you know, we like the Twitch. It's it's probably fine. But, yeah, hopefully that cleared up any confusion. What's up again to everybody in the chat? Uh, what did you guys get into this week? Any any new shows you watched or or things like that? John, you'd appreciate this. I finally went back and watched Man in the High Castle. All the, Dude. All the subsequent seasons, and I'm like... Huh, okay. That was I'm not really what sure the, what that was, but okay. What is, it was what interesting. Is subsequent? Well, <laughs> it's he's saying it deviated from a from a tiny book that was written 50 years ago. It yeah, was. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's very it, different. It's a it's a weird watch that one. Um, I haven't I haven't watched the last season, but I haven't uh, either. I without spoiling things, the end of it spoilers! I was like No. No? Okay. The end of it, I, I didn't really understand what their point was, right? Oh, like right. like WandaVision. Cool. No, I got that point. That yeah, point, that point was, was clear. great. You're, 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 by the way, you're way off. That show's amazing. I yeah. can't wait to watch more WandaVision. It's fantastic. Well, there won't be any more. Maybe. Maybe not. Eh, but I, you don't know, you don't know what they're going to do. I'm just glad Friday an actual Marvel television show drops that we can all enjoy. Well, That's, you know, you do like basic ones. To the point. Yeah, you're a basic. Uh, you're a basic. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> come on. Um, I'm lo- I'm I looking watched, forward to it. I, where I'm looking forward to it as well, but I'm currently all consumed into a show that's been on Netflix for a while. I believe the fifth season is going to be coming. Uh, of course, you do a mini. A mini agrees with John that WandaVision either was just an okay show or terrible, and that the better show comes on Friday. Um, I don't think I like a many chiming in on live remarks because we do not <laughs> like people chiming in with John, but, uh, I've been watching John and Chris already knows this. So that's why I'm telling you directly, uh, the last kingdom on yeah. Netflix. Fantastic. Oh, isn't it though? It's, oh man. I've watched, Have you watched it? I've watched oh, yeah. the first episode of that. Are you serious? I need, I need to Uchard watch it. Dude, you've watched it. You I just told you to you're... watch that. I told you to watch that show. Did you? Yeah. I, look, I got a, I got bad memory. If you did, bro. You remember I was comparing what... it. I was comparing it to Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. yeah and dude, Valhalla. Yes. Sorry. Valhalla. Uh, so yeah, that's if you if if you heard John tell me to watch it and you haven't watched it yet, but you remember that. I think you need to go watch The Last Kingdom on Netflix. That's my plug of shows to watch for the week. Let's see. I will tell you that it took me a, the, the first episode, if you watch its entirety, should hook you for the rest of that season. Yeah. The first episode does the thing where it kind of starts back and it shows kind of like how they the, all the Batman movies will show you how Bruce Wayne became Batman and his parents and yada, yada, yada. That show kind of did that 
and I did, was a I was a little confused, but then it, it cleared itself up, mm-hmm. kind of like a bad case of oh, never mind. Not and then the someone not said the Martha, same. and it all clicked. I'm just waiting for another. Sorry, Chris. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> I'm just waiting for another season. I have no idea if if one or when one will drop. For what? Last uh, Kingdom. Yeah, but there's a lot oh. of there's a lot of source material. Bernard Cornwell wrote tons of books on that particular character, <laughs> dude. Uh, season five is coming either late 2021 or early 2022 confirmed. Okay, cool. Ha- hashtag a uh, friend of uh, one of my good friends, probably my best friend of all time. No, sh- no disrespect to anybody here. Mm. Uh, but I've known him forever. He's done. He's, he's a, my friend, Cameron Bishop. He's the one that re- really knows all the things about it. And he, all, he too had been telling me to watch it forever, but so um, credit, right? Okay. Cool. I, I, I just, no, remember, no, I just literally said, <laughs> I hate everything. I had a problem so, with that show when I watched, I, um, when I watched that first episode because there was a character in it and I was, I knew the actor and I was like, you're on succession. Now something tells me you're not going to be around for whatever reason on this show. <laughs> what is succession so, and what character are you talking about? Can you um, say what I, I mean, I can't remember the character he was playing. Cause it's been a couple of weeks since I watched it, but he's a, he's a main, he's a main a cast person right now on, um, uh, on, succession. you know what else has been a while, Chris? Hmm that we've seen color in your background because it's just a white canvas right now because you refuse to be cool. It's fine. Yeah, but, you know, my face doesn't have 900% contrast Production. on it. Production. It's fine. <laughs> Product. It's fine. You know what else? Um, You know what else is cool, Chris? Uh, you'll, you'll appreciate this. John, not so much. John, not so much. Uh, the um, March Madness is going to be starting up, so there's going to be brackets everywhere. Even at our place of work, boys, yeah. we can fill out a bracket. How crazy is that? I think you possibly could get terminated if they found out you were doing such things. And now they are freely saying, do it. So, um, yeah. So there's that. But fun fact about the brackets. Uh, a team from Tuscaloosa is the number two seed, baby. Right. SEC champions. Balling out. What's up? There's going to be so much hate for that, Chris. Because uh, no one wants to see a team. And I think I saw a tidbit where... Uh, winning the SEC championship in football and national championship in basketball, and then and then SEC championship in football, and then they, now they got a chance to win in basketball. I would, I almost want us, and if we would have thought about this in advance, which we did not, uh, how cool would it have been to have a weekly games chat like um, Richard bracket, like where we filled out all the the basketball games, had our own version of a bracket, probably could have you know threw something up for a winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, but that would have been a lot to keep up with. We don't have a guy. We got a guy, but we stretch Andrew out like, you know, you know, you know, like. I feel I feel there's plenty <laughs> of brackets for people. They do not need one more for NCAA. I, I think I, I, dis- I disagree with you. I think if we had a bracket, hmm. uh, it would have been, it could have been uh, the thing. But TIS is not the deal. And I'm mad about something, boys. What are you mad about? Um, I can't shave my head or my face. Why? Uh, because when I busted my head open, uh, I still have a scab, and I don't want to put clippers across it. So that's why I have a, uh, a hat <laughs> See, on. John, a bracket is. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so you funny. had shaved your head since all this. No, no, no. I couldn't because it, it – but, yeah, you, I'll show you. Because last week. See? It's laying flat now because of the hat, but I wanted to wear the hat today because I'm happy that, you know, 
number two seed NCAA tournament and all that. Glad you got a hat that fits. Oh yeah, <laughs> you bought me a hat that fits, but I lost it, and I'm really sad about that. So I would appreciate uh, you you kind of backing off on the pot shots about my head. It's unwarranted. Yeah, it's unnecessary. I should wear you know? mine because I bought that same hat at yeah. Disney. I should wear it next week. Hmm. You should. Or just uh, put it on when we catch a when we catch a break. But uh, I'd like to share with our community something I've been watching. What have you been watching? Uh, I actually watched it. I just knew that Sean wouldn't ask me. He'd move on. But that's <laughs> dude. That's another pot shot. Shots. And I'm gonna come <laughs> at you, bro. I'm going to come at you, bro. So yeah, tell us what you're watching. I downloaded Crackle over the weekend. And Saturday, I spent most of the day watching Playing With Power, the Nintendo story. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's a five-part documentary. It's like a, it's like a big old Ken Burns type thing, even though he didn't direct it. Um, They talked to, they talked to Phil Spencer. They talked to uh, Cliff, uh, Cliff Blazinski. And, um, you know, executives past and present at Nintendo, all these, all these different characters, um, YouTube stars, streamers, you know, like that. Um, I got to tell you, if you love Nintendo or even kind of like Nintendo, you've got to watch this documentary. Is it, um, it's probably one of, it's probably one of the best video game documentaries I've ever seen. And it's not because it's just Nintendo. Uh, um, quite fair like question. And, yeah, man. Uh, did Peter Coyote narrate this? Uh, no, uh, Sean Astin narrated it. Ah. Great name. Great name. His so, name is Sam. Oh, Sam. Uh, oh, Sam. You know, it's John. It's funny you bring that <laughs> up because, um, because you know, what was it? Paramount All Access, whatever started this week. I finally, I've my parents let me use their CBS all access, but I guess because it's paramount now, I was like, what, what's on here? Right. Did you get that? Yeah. Did you right. That? You get that. I don't care. Um, You're on You're in do not okay. care. You want to take away this service. I do not care. Uh, so while I was checking it out, I noticed that they had the, uh, actual documentary version of the book. I believe you've read it. I know I've read it of uh console wars, right? Uh, so it was nice to actually put some some faces to the characters, uh, like you know, especially from Sega. What's his name? Tom uh, Klazinski or Sonic something. the Hedgehog. Oh, yes, yeah. Uh, and yeah, he watch actually in this documentary as well. Yeah, Sonic. Watching him and like uh, and also watching those classic, wonderful <laughs> commercials from uh, SNES with Paul Rudd playing on a oh big screen. God. Die things like Die. that. I love Die. But what yeah. Another good one if you if you want to to capture. Uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't checked that period. out yet. But um, before you before you cast Paramount Plus to the to the trash, I would I mean I would check out Star Trek Discovery. That's the main thing I plan to do is Star uh, Trek Discovery. And Ricard and is pretty, Ricard's pretty decent as well. Yeah. Plus um, they're creating um, with with Paramount Plus they're creating a Star Trek cinematic universe. Um, they're doing all kinds of television through that platform now. But um, the, the 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 documentary covers the the history of Nintendo all the way from 1890 mm. to what's going on with 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 the recent massive success of the Switch, and it just you know it skips over it skip it skips over a couple of things like 
but it's almost like they're seeding ground to, you know, the documentary for console wars. It's like there, there's a documentary out there that covers that. Um, but you know, they talk about, they talk about Sonic and Sega and Sonic was the yeah. answer to Mario and all that stuff. Um, but I would just recommend it to anybody who, um, who, who cares about Nintendo. I very, very much enjoyed it. I won. Yeah. Well, we are, you are like the head white knight for Nintendo. You know, that's the term that gamers use for people who defend things, uh, unequivocally. I'm right there with you. So I, uh, I want to say, I've, I, I want to say that that was on, uh, Netflix at one point. Hmm. If it wasn't, no, it's, it's a, it, it, I know what, I know which one you're talking about, but it's uh, yeah. an exclusive, uh, to crackle. Yeah. That's the only reason I downloaded it. I got you. It came okay. out in March or something like that. Uh, March? February. What I want now is, and I think I said this to Sean after I watched console wars when we were talking one day. Um, I want a documentary on the rise of Sony as far as how that went right. And how they went from being this TV camcorder music company to pretty much now they rely on, on PlayStation above, you know, most of their other products besides maybe television. Right. And like, you could argue if Nintendo owned from 1980 to 1995, as far as creation, pushing medium and everything, I I don't know how we don't say with Sony, especially content wise from that point on when they came in, it was like, man, wow. You know, and really only dropped the ball once. Well, the the hook to this, the hook to this documentary, and and I say this with maybe a, a biased perspective, but you, if you want to understand the history of video games, mm-hmm. watch this documentary. This covers all that. I mean, it it talks about it's it, it's not it's not a rosy picture of Nintendo at all times. It mm-hmm. talks about what they screwed screwed up. It talks about dropping the ball that allowed Sony to come in when it did. Yeah, you know, Sony saw this opportunity and this gap to fill that Nintendo was failing to to close, um, and yeah. Sony just blew everybody away for two generations straight. Mm-hmm. And um, dare I say, we love a good gap to fill, huh? We do love a good gap. <laughs> That's what's uh, up. But it's you know, it's it's critical of Nintendo's monopolizing of the industry. Yeah, even though that even though that monopolization saved it, some would argue. It, it you know it criticized their use of uh, there's no need for a head bob chris that's accurate the video no, game yeah no it's it's true gone in the early 80s he's right on both those statements. it covers their it, it covers their predatory you know nintendo seal of approval yeah. thing that's on the box you have to go through them you have to buy their proprietary gaming software you have to buy that cart Do you, um, you know which is which is why which is why sony said you know what use a disc it's cheaper yeah. And you know, it, 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 you know up, does all that stuff. So it's really, it's a really solid documentary that, that, you know, because of other experts in video games, it shows you the history of video games through the lens of Nintendo. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't pull any punches. I like a documentary that doesn't pull no punches. I just like documentaries that are interesting. Um, so if it's interesting, I'll watch it. I appreciate learning. Uh, and then when it's, when it's tied together with something I love and have a passion about like video games, it's almost a win-win. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need that password though, dog. Cause I ain't download crackle and stuff like to pay it's for free. it. It's, is it free? It's totally free. Then yeah. I'm, I mean, I, that whole thing about the password, yo, I was just, you know, yeah. yeah. But Chris, watch even, out. Even, uh, huh? I didn't even have to log in or anything. 
He just downloaded and watched. Mm-hmm. Oh, for those who, uh, if, for those who have kids, need a good recommendation. You're willing to spend the money for it, or you just want to wait. Uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. Watch that. Awesome. Great, great movie for kids. Boo. Why is it gotta be just for kids? What if it's just a great, great movie? for I mean great for families? Great to sit down. Uh not for a single, single crazy person that's a male that goes sits in movie theaters. This movie's not for you, is what Chris is saying. Yep. <laughs> Even though I'm a single you male can't, can't, who watches right, it. You can't like this movie. Exactly. Just say it's a good movie, man. That's all I'm saying. Because I'm just saying. I know most people who get this early probably getting it for their kids, and that's fine. Uh Nacho is suggesting that I'm drunk John. Yeah. Part whatever. Um, which is not true. And, and, and secondly, it's drunk J that's, that's that, that's my personification of, of drunk. If, when I'm drunk, it's called, drunk you got J. a, you got a sinus thing or something going on today. You feeling, you feeling okay. I'm just going through puberty. <laughs> no, 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 no. You sound, you sound stuffy ish. I just, I, I just want to, well, stuffy. you know, you are, you, you are, you have dubbed yourself. I'm not saying this to be mean to anybody who's never heard this before. Back uh, the F up. You are sick okay. boy. That's what you're known as. <laughs> so no, I didn't I'm know. Fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. You uh, good? I'm, dude, I'm fantastic. Like, hey, great. there's a cat. Yeah, <laughs> there's a cat. What's the cat's name? Samus. Samus. That's right. That needs to be said. People have never seen Samus who are watching us right now on Twitch TV, like a mini, who says pollen killed them today. So yeah, I heard. I've been seeing you know with the spring coming out. If you got allergies, man, you guys know you gotta. Start taking your medicine. Watch that pollen count. It's no joke. <laughs> Johnny does not have the Rona, if you're wondering. He is Rona-free. We do not speak of such things. Um, You know, it is what it is. But speaking of, of being tight and buttoned up and checking your stuff, Chris, how are we looking on intro time? I know we've been streaming for about 30 minutes, but that's because we have a pre-chill We We should probably lounge. Uh, pivot. <laughs> we go ahead. We're going to pivot to this. We're going we're gonna to hit a pivot to the topic, man. Yeah, let's pivot. And I love making Chris panic because he points at me. I intentionally looked away this time because last week I didn't intentionally look away and I tried to play it off like I missed it. Or Promise didn't miss it or me you will never host a late night talk show because, man, you would just drive. No, the- I, I would, you're right. I'd make people laugh and we'd have fun. You're absolutely right. And that would take me away from this podcast. So I'll make you that promise, Chris. I'll never host a talk show. But uh, let's not, you know, let's not waste any more time. We are here for topic timeness. Uh, this is if you're if you're listening um, to us and seeing us on Twitch for the first time, or if you listen to us from a podcast source for the first time, this is the part of the show where we talk about a specific thing that has grabbed our attention for the week. Sometimes it's games. This week it has to kind of do with games, and you'll quickly see. But that is not my place to tell you. It's my boy Chris. He is gonna rock this out. Chris, your show. The topic is Microsoft has officially acquired Bethesda! Longest 
title. I don't know. I don't know what else. What else do you call it? You know, I would just call it Microsoft's acquisition. I'm sorry, we didn't talk about that. So you know, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm, this is a live. You know, yeah, you got the you got the thing down this week. But yeah, so something big kind of happened, right? And uh, the world was talking about it. <laughs> Longest title, shortest topic. They're saying in chat. I don't know. We'll see how we can stretch this out. And we love to stretch this out. What? Well, I wrote down potential things that John we also threw out. We also Shout did, Chris. We, yeah. we, we all did, Chris. Uh-huh. You didn't just do this just for you like you normally do. Yeah, um, you, you know, y'all decided yesterday to cover this. And last night, I'm just cranking away on Ghost of God. It's going, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. Mm. It hurt. It hurt a lot. Don't look at him. Look at me. I was looking at you. Mm. I can't it's, tell. it's fine. It's fine. Anyway. It's, it's fine. Is it? So. See, yep. Sean, when you say it's fine, typically that means it's not fine. When I say it's probably fine is when it's usually not fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I just said it's fine this time. So it's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, this is a big to-do. Uh, there's a lot of people. And I mentioned earlier we even have an email we're going to try to drag in uh, to this conversation. Uh, if possible, but uh, we reported last week on the news that the acquisition had been signed. It became official. If you remember weeks and months before we said that it was a thing, this was just the, you know, official lock it in. Like this is going down for sure, for sure type situation. But uh, so yeah, where do we want to start was basically our first, you know, point that we wanted to kind of make, and maybe it's a, it's a good lead off spot is, you know, Microsoft acquired Bethesda. We all know those two names. If you listen to this podcast, and you know video games. Do you guys think this was good for Microsoft? Was it a good purchase? Are they going to get their money's worth? Those kind of things. $7.5 billion for, I mean, unless they were going to throw that to EA or Ubisoft, I don't know another publisher that is not tied to a first party, right? <laughs> that has that many titles, that clout. Uh, and, and to be fair to Microsoft, that relationship with them, uh, you know, then maybe, I guess Activision Blizzard would have been the only R1, and they obviously weren't for sale. So yeah, I think, you no, know, if, if, your yeah. big, if your big goal in this was, hey, we need exclusives, we need something for Games Pass besides what, we already have AK Halo. <laughs> yeah, besides Halo <laughs> right. and, and Gears, or you know, wait for the things that we hope pan out when we get to uh coalition and the initiative and uh I guess the rebirth of Fable, all that kind of stuff. Rebirth of Slick? No? Different different <laughs> right. whole different thing. Whole rebirth different of Flight thing, Simulator. <laughs> uh <laughs> if that's what your thing is. Adding Elder Scrolls Fallout, all the arcane games all the id games that's that's pretty pretty good work to bring you up to the fold on uh, on a stable of, of exclusivity right uh, well, i feel you, go ahead john i was maybe this ties into what you're going to say go for it man. Uh, i just felt like the trend for bethesda games we re- reported that they didn't sell that well at launch and stuff if that's yeah. not what you're going to say at all we can we can pivot back to what you yeah, were going to say yeah, that kind of leads into my point. Like at at this point, you know, was seven point five billion, um, 
were they were their IP at this point in the game after you know the Dishonored series wasn't selling very well. One could argue that Doom is not selling the way. I mean, I guess their best, their biggest best-selling property is Doom, aside from Elder Scrolls Online. I mean, Elder Scrolls Online is probably where they're making a big chunk of their change. Um, is seven point? It was Bethesda at the time of acquisition worth seven point five billion dollars, or was that even the point? Was the point? Maybe we should be asking: Is Game Pass worth a seven point five billion dollar investment to, to Xbox? Well, we'll answer that question, but first. Uh, Answer mine. Nacho uh, in the chat has said, John, let me tell you how they're going to make that money back. They're just going to release Skyrim in 4K <laughs> for the 97th release Probably. of Skyrim. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine? I think if they put it on, if they put it on Games Pass, people will play it. <laughs> I think the 7.5 billion was primarily for one, knowing that starfield is now yours right unless unless they just had a deal already that we didn't know about with sony which i guess is possible but that's yours elder scroll 6 which is a game that is a follow-up to one that sold what like 35 45 million copies uh and that's just console sales that's not even including pc sales because they don't usually report all those steam sales and whatever fallout 5 is at some point way down the line. I think that's where the money is. Fallout 76. I mean, 76 will be there and fine. That was a failed thing, but Fallout 5, whenever it happens, will sell a ton. You know, there's no question about that in my mind. Um, And when you think about it from their perspective, if that gets people, if that gets them to 50 million annual subscribers over the next five, right, six right. years, it's easily paid for itself. It's not even a question anymore. Um, cause it, it makes what it's, it's worth 10 times all over. Right. So I, I think that's what the investment is for them as far as how they see it. It's kind of like how Netflix is like, yeah, it's worth it to spend all that money on this because if it gets us to 160 million subscribers, it will pay for itself long-term. And I think that's, that's, part of investing in something, whether it's regular stocks and bonds, whether it's a company like Microsoft, you know, going after Bethesda, they're, they, they kind of want to weigh out the risk. And if they feel like the reward is, is a better, you know, percentage to happen, they go for it. You know, I, I don't think Microsoft, especially on this video game side, wants to waste a lot of money. <laughs> I say that knowing that like, uh, the the original Hololens didn't sell well, and they didn't. I don't know what they did with that, but they're still working on they, that. They're still working on it. Yeah, they, I saw a commercial that was released online about this new Hololens, so they didn't give it up completely. But I don't feel like they're on the gaming part, other than uh, what's the thing that used to come with the consoles, Chris, that we love, <laughs> connect camera. Other than connect, <laughs> I don't feel like they swing and miss. Maybe that's just a, a gut reaction. Uh, but the Kinect had big promise. It was going to be used in surgical rooms. It was going to be, gamers were going to have it. It was going to change the way they even forced it on everybody by including it into the, the box. You know, this ain't, this ain't, this is not going to be like that. Bethesda is a company that has great IPs. Uh, one that we didn't mention was like the Quake IP. 
stuff like that. I mean, they got, this is, a, I think, I think, yes, the original question that we started off with was, was this a good purchase? I think absolutely. Yes. If, if any, if Nintendo or Sony could have, could have afforded this or had the opportunity to, they should have jumped on it. Um, I think this is a kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah, imagine if so, Sony had this, like, yeah, how, how bad that would be for Microsoft. It would be pretty bad, I think, for them to say, hey, you can't play Elder Scrolls on an Xbox or, you know, maybe even your PC. That would be pretty crazy if it wasn't on PC even. Maybe. I don't know. But that leads into that second bullet. So you mentioned Sony and PlayStation. What does that mean if you're sitting at home right now and you own a PlayStation 5? Uh, We've got a minimal amount of games right now. Because one, it's a new console. Two, there's a thing called coronavirus that has messed everything up. And oh. now looking down the pipeline, uh, you know, there's not probably if if anything is released from Bethesda, and within the first six months it comes to Sony, I'll be surprised. I don't think we're going to see those days anymore. Um, you know, so are are you are you happy? As a PlayStation 5 owner, uh, do you care? <clears throat> we all are PlayStation 5 owners. How do we feel? I've been thinking more and more about the Xbox Series X. Mm. And that you want it? Yeah. As The, the longer that, that game cards are not available, um, the, long, the, the more I, I start. I, I've actually, every time I see an announcement that it's going on sale, I check. Um I don't aggressively go after it, but right. I, you know, I try to get one in my, um, basket, basket, basket works cart, uh-huh. <laughs> my basket. Huh. I try to get one in my cart. I haven't been able to do it yet, but, uh, you know, I, I was just, you know, curious if when I get it in my cart, if I, if I'm even, even going to go through with it. But you know, the, the, the point for me is this type of thing <clears throat> And you know the recent announcements that they're they're that they're giving every, um, an FPS boost to a lot of these titles, including mm-hmm. other titles. It just makes me want to say, well, you know, I've got Rage Two on there. I've got all these other games on there that I would, would love to go back to and play in a higher frame rate. Um, and that's the value proposition of Xbox now. I mean, that it and and this is partly to do with it. I have all these new this new library that makes the Xbox ecosystem even more attractive because there's not a guarantee that on day one um that these games will always come to game pass on pc you know it's sort of a hit or miss sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't just depends but um but this is wanting this is wanting this is making me want to bite the bullet and and just snatch one up snatch do uh, you think you guys think that's a good time you know we mentioned the exclusivity to playstation you mentioned the Games Pass. Uh, why, don't, why don't you read that Phil quote that we got copied in here? Me? Anybody want to take that on? You can read it. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Phil, so yeah, like after this was all finalized last week, Pete Hines, Todd Howard, uh, Phil Spencer, and I can't remember who the other players, there were a couple of our people from the various parts of Xbox and Bethesda that were there, sat down, and the first thing Pete Hines asked was like the question everyone to has been wanting to ask him for the last year or whatever it's been since what was it like November last year, whenever this first leaked out, I think, um, 
about exclusivity. And basically, Phil finally answered. He said, uh, this is what he said. He said, obviously, I can't sit here and say every Bethesda game is an Xbox exclusive because we just know that's not true. There's contractual obligations that we're going to see through. We have games that exist on other platforms, and we're going to go support those games on the platforms they're on. There's communities of players. We love those communities, and we will continue to invest in them. And even in the future, there might be either contractual ah, things or legacy on different platforms that we'll go do. But if you're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know is that this is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Games Pass exist. And that's our goal. And that's why we're doing this. That's the root of this partnership that we're building. And the the creative capability we'll be able to bring to market for Xbox customers is going to be the best it's ever been for Xbox after we're done here. And I feel like, I read this a couple of times, right? I saw there was someone as far as Xbox coverage kind of say, this is why I was predicting all along and Phil pretty much retweeted him back and said, yeah, you were right. And I just couldn't say that. Um, but based on everything I'm getting, I would bet, you know, death loop of course is going to be on PS five right here in the yeah. end of April. At some point, Ghostwire Tokyo is supposed to be coming. Um, I would not be surprised Indiana Jones, that being a LucasArts game, you know, them working together, and that was probably something that was in the works before it got announced that that might be something that ends up on PS5, even though it's a Bethesda game. Elder Scrolls, any expansions uh, to Elder Scrolls Online? Anything that is an update to Skyrim? To Fallout 4, to fall any expansions for Fallout 76, I would bet those things, right? Doom Eternal, they have DLC. But I think from what he's saying, unless like like there's something, like I said before, say Starfield, they had a deal that two years ago they signed. I don't think you're getting anything that is a Bethesda core game, especially on anywhere but PC and Xbox anymore. I think that's pretty much what they're saying. They're saying we spent $7.5 billion, so you had $7.5 billion reasons to subscribe to Games Pass. Um, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't blame them. <laughs> it, does, it does make you feel that way, If but you got to be really fans of those games, like the Bethesda games, right? And there are some big ones in there. Mm-hmm. Of course, we know John loves, like, the Doom. Um, he loves, uh, what's the other one? The, the Dishonored series. So, I mean, that's crazy. And, and and we got folks in the chat like Nacho chiming in right now saying it feels like Sony or Nintendo or both are going to have to do the same soon. Something like Nintendo bought Square Enix for $85 billion kind of headline or Sony buys Rockstar for $140 billion type thing. Oh, that would um, <laughs> uh, we all, I never thought Bethesda would get bought by Microsoft, if I'm being honest, but it happened. Yeah, This may be a good time to bring in that email too because it oh, actually yeah. touches on the PlayStation and Xbox and fanboyisms and stuff like that you know ties into how you would feel if you owned a playstation now um so if you guys are cool with it i'll bring it in if one of you, if john yeah. you want to read it you can bring it in if not i'll read it it's fine you can go uh, for so it, it is it is from our boy uh mitch over in australia uh he says good day boys good day mitch 
Uh, he says, Mitch from Australia again. I have a little bit of a rant, but would like to know your thoughts on it. Thoughts and prayers. Uh, so with the Microsoft and Bethesda deal now finally complete, it's pretty much all I'm hearing about, which is funny because when you listen to this show this week, right? It feels like I've been hearing about it every day for months. I have a Series X, you lucky mother, a PS4 and a Switch, but I main Xbox. I use my PlayStation for exclusive single player games that are must play like Spider-Man, uh, The Last of Us and God of War. Everyone is so worried about Microsoft making any new games um, from Bethesda exclusive. <laughs> it's like it's like he knew we were going to talk like how we talk. Mm. My question is, why the hell wouldn't they? They spent seven point. He says four billion, but you said seven point five. Yeah, seven point five billion dollars on acquiring it. PlayStation fanboys love to cry about what, uh, uh, what then need and say how unfair it would be if Microsoft didn't keep all new games on PlayStation as well. To that, I say yes, they should if PlayStation wants to give Xbox players the exclusive stuff. Give us Spider Man, God of War, and The Last of Us. That would never happen. So stop crying that you won't get new stuff. Buy an Xbox or subscribe to Game Pass and play them where you can. My final thought is if Sony uh, bought Bethesda, it would be a very different conversation. All the PlayStation players would be screaming from the rooftops, why the hell should Xbox be able to play our games be owned Bethesda? Nah. The console wars crap needs to stop. Just play games and have fun. That's why we play. Sorry for the rant, but it's so frustrating hearing about it all the time and knowing if it was flipped, PlayStation players would be so angry if Xbox players even mentioned playing new games on the Xbox. Hope this wasn't too long. Something she has never missed. Okay. Uh, game on, gentlemen. Love your work. Keep doing what you do. Mitch, Mitch, I say to you, thank you for the email, Game On, and yeah, we shall now you, talk Mitch. about your email. Yeah. What do you think of that, boys? I mean, it's not an it's not a ideal comparison to say. I mean, right. Uncharted was never on any other platform, so it's it's. I mean. I, I sympathize with someone who's upset that someone who's been playing, you know, these franchises for years on another platform now has to purchase another one, mm-hmm. you know, put, purchase another box or build a PC or whatever in order for him to now be able him or her in order to be able to play the next, uh, the next, you know, Elder Scrolls game. I mean, it's, no one ever, no one ever took, gave you um, Uncharted on multi-platform and then took it away. That it, it's always been a a product that's been available on one. Yeah, so it's definitely a little different, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's my the the question one has to ask, and it, and and it's depending on how you look at it. Is are these big behemoth giants sucking up all the air in the room? Is that good for gamers? It's good for the industry. Is it good for the gamer who's part of the industry? I don't know. It's yet to be seen. But, you know, it's it, it depends on it depends on who's buying. If EA did all this, do you honestly think that the headlines would be exactly like they were if Xbox did it? They'd Predatory EA is now sucking up the industry with purchases like Bethesda. I mean that would be that would be how it was perceived because of the way that EA is perceived. Same with Activision probably. Nacho says the quote would be, Is this good for the player? And that would be a quote from EA. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, in a way, Walter EA, said he was going to say that too. What's up, Walter? If you kind of think about it, EA, already did find their way with Microsoft because they they basically said, "Hey, once our game's been out for four months, we're going to give it to you for free to do whatever you want <laughs> to all your Games Pass people." Um, right. I think I don't know because I remember you know 
let's put it this way. I'm sure there are those who played all the Final Fantasies on Nintendo and they were probably ticked off whenever Final Fantasy VII went to Sony, right? When that big change happened. Um, right. I feel like they're probably, even though it's not a humongous genre, those who played the first Bayonetta and were ticked off when uh, the sequel went to, what was it, Wii U originally, right? Yeah, so, and of course, I remember a couple of years ago with Tomb Raider, how that went. You know, people people do get ticked off at these things. I, I mean, we, we were I lucky enough to have all the consoles, you know, so it didn't really bother yeah. us. But there are people who don't have everything. I know? mean, you could argue now. I feel bad for anyone who's been a Spider-Man fan uh, and been waiting for a new Spider-Man game since the Activision days, right? When those games came out and really were the first really good superhero games. And, and you're like, if you're an Xbox gamer or a Switch it gamer, you're over there and you're like, well, Insomniac is is only going to make that for for them. You know, you only get Spider-Man, great Spider-Man games if you if you have a PS4 or 5. That's just the reality of it. I well, I, I don't have they could a have problem. gotten the PS4 if they wanted Spider-Man. I don't feel as bad for the Spider-Man fans. No, no, I'm saying I'm saying like it. if you're not part of that PS4 right if now, you're not part of that ecosystem is what I'm saying. If you've never been a PS4 gamer, right? I don't I don't know what to tell you there. You know, like I I guess I just kind of look at it as like, look, Bethesda has always had a relationship with Microsoft. That's the important thing to keep here. Like for a long time, it was not them and Sony who were close. Remember, Elder Scrolls on uh, PS3 was disastrous as far as the issues that came up. Um, would they get criticized if they had made this move, if Sony had made this move, and they said they weren't going to? I don't think so. I mean, I think people would have expected them to do it. And I think if Nintendo had bought them for some really weird reason, I, I think people would have expected them to keep it because guess what? They do that with everything else, right? We can always make the case that for the goodness of gamers, it would be really good if you could buy Mario everywhere. I think that's fair. You know, like you didn't have to choose. You could just play Mario wherever. I guarantee you what it would not be good for is Nintendo trying to sell switches, right? <laughs> Uh, it would not be good if for Sony to say you could play God of War last generation on your PC on day one instead of having to play it on PS4. So, you know, I, I get why they make these decisions and I get Microsoft's thing. Their thing is to sell you Games Pass. It makes sense to limit how you can get that then, right? To just places that have that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's but, a fair but point. Doesn't, but doesn't putting it on game pass, you know, being one thing, but allowing other people to play it on their platform for money. I mean, no. is, isn't that doesn't garner a long-term profit. I mean, I love baseball games and Sony took away baseball <laughs> games from me because <laughs> I couldn't get a good one after they I signed their deal. That. You can buy it on Xbox. Yeah, but year. that yeah. took a decade and a half to get to. And I think that was mainly because Sony killed EA so badly in that, right? Because they were the only two companies in town that basically, eventually MLB came back and said, look, you got two choices. Give up this or put it on everywhere else, right? Um, And that's the only reason we're getting it. I'm sure they've done the analysis. I'm sure they've said, you know, keeping them in-house on our platforms Mm -hmm. uplifts the brand that is Xbox, and that's more profitable long-term versus making sure that PlayStation and PC, well, PC is not making yeah. sure PlayStation and sometimes Nintendo can buy these products on their platforms. Mm-hmm. Maybe 
you know, maybe the long-term goal is more profitable than putting them on other platforms. I don't know, but you know, it, it is a big deal mm-hmm. that all of these properties, all of them, I mean, this is, it's not Disney, but these are, these are legendary games, legendary, yeah. legendary IP yeah. that, that are being sucked away from, from gamers who've had it on their platforms for 20 years. That's a yeah. big deal, you know. That's a big deal. Um, there are also you got something to add, Chris, or you just said yeah. I don't want to cut I'm you good. off. Um, we also know that within the Bethesda family, if you will, uh, there are other studios: Arcane, you know, ID, Machine Games, Tango Games. What does this mean for them? You think? I think of all the ones that got purchased up in this, the the one that I'm most excited for now is arcane. Um, yeah. just because the good thing that Microsoft can do is say, look, we, we recognize the talent here. We, you know, we could throw money at this studio. We can give, give them all the level of promotion they need. We don't need you to put your game out at high, you know, level, uh, periods where you're going to be competing against everyone for attention, right? We can instead be like, okay, here's a March release that we are going to promote all February for, and then say, here it is. And if it's, whether it's Dishonored three or something else, right? I think they'll be the winners. Machine games could be in a similar place, like where they could share tech with three, four, three, um, with the coalition, all those are studios, maybe even, you know, work have have machine like? games work on a Halo, you know, type game. I don't know. You know, like there's there's a lot of possibilities with them. I was going to ask you if the Coalition was a wrestling group or something. <laughs> they it's do Gears, of, Gears, of, War, Gears right? of War, man. Gears of War. That's where I know that name from. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> were they in WWE? And Chris, uh, we all do like a good March release, by the way. Mm. You didn't mention that, and we got to be honest about that. Um, what other uh? John, what do, other, you, do you think this is going to be good for? Yeah, he paused, and and John, I'm not skipping you. It's just that you you kind of are sitting there pondering. I didn't know if you were, you know, I, I am stopping right now, Chris. We are not saying another word till John says something about the mother Bethesda family. Hold on, let me Arcane. Let me mute. Pick one. Let me mute John in Discord so people don't realize. <laughs> pick one. Pick one, John. Say something about it. Pick one. What? Arcane Machine in Tango. There's the Air One Two Roundhouse or whatever, but I don't yeah. think they've really made anything yet. John's about to get Roundhouse if he keeps this up. I'll tell you that much. But he's tall, and I'm sure. And, and there's any Max, but um, I I think Chris is on one of the you know one of the problems for Dishonored is their is there is the optics of their sales. Just the Arcane no longer ha- and Prey for that matter. Arcane no longer has to worry about that if their games rest on game pass, the, the, the sites don't, don't get, you, you don't, you don't, you don't win or lose. You don't succeed or fail based on sales. When you're, when, when your platform is game pass, um, same goes for Tango Gameworks, who, I mean, did the, uh, evil within series, not huge sellers. I think they're well, I think they're well thought of. I enjoyed the first one. I haven't played the second one. Um, but, 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 I'm I'm looking forward to 
um, Bethesda's ability to make the games they want to play, make the games they want to make without the pressure of sales, because I want a Rage 3. I, I, want, I, I want to play more of that, too. I mean, there's so many different franchises that um, I've been worried about when Bethesda was by themselves, because, you know, over the past few years, you know, they've done a couple of things that have hurt their brand. I mean, let's just be honest about that. Yeah. Fallout 76, um, not putting games out to the press to be reviewed on time. There's, it's just been a trajectory of things that uh, Bethesda has done that has been perceived as, you know, anti-consumer. Um, Fair. So this is an opportunity with, with, with Xbox branding to write the ship for something that I thought that I think was sinking with the exception of doom, the doom series and elder scrolls online. Mm-hmm. I mean, just talk about, you know, elder scrolls online is huge to have. I mean, what is it? The third best behind Warcraft and, um, Fallout. final fantasy or yeah. Final fantasy. Sorry. As a subscription based service. Yeah, it does very well. I mean, in, I think like that's the big thing is for them. It's like if you're Microsoft, you got in at the right time, right? Cause you did have those little faults, but it's like the core three, if you will. I, well, the potential core three, the biggest of course, being a new solo uh, Elder Scrolls and a new solo fallout game, those two things. And then the potential of whatever Starfield is make, all these other acquisitions because you know i think we look at the sales like i I, i'm guessing doom eternal on console sold all right right i know it sold well on pc even though you don't get those numbers because i would look at steam every day and i'd see it at the top of the charts you know so it obviously did well for a while i don't know though how well it did for what they needed you know what Bethesda as an independent company would need it to do, right? It's probably not what Microsoft needs it to do. They just were like, hey, sell, sell four or five million. We're, we're good. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> um, but that said, pivoting into this R1, Sean, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah I'll there is one thing that this thing, as far as going the other way, I was really excited for. And I think anyone who is a Fallout fan is excited for I know right now Obsidian is working on uh was it uh the the game they showed off at E three or whatever it was last year, the fantasy looking game. El- was that Elden Ring or whatever it was? Um yeah. Uh, no, yeah, Elden Ring is uh I know what you're Dark saying. Though, Park, I, but yeah, yeah, I can't remember what they called it. Definitely want them to make that, especially because it fills a great void, right? As far as I'm concerned right now. The franchise known as Outer Worlds is officially on a hiatus because if they are smart, whatever team was working on Outer Worlds needs to be expanded and you need to just go ahead and make a sequel or just let them go ahead and be the developers for whatever is next in Fallout. So that way we're not waiting 10 years for a new Fallout game because these guys, I think if you ask most Fallout fans this gen, like ever since Bethesda bought this property, the best Fallout game is Fallout New Vegas, which they did. So give it to them. Let them be there. And maybe, you know, Todd Howard can come in and advise them on some ideas. But, like, they've uh, proven themselves. Don't you think that would be an awkward meeting? <laughs> I'm sure Todd Howard would be like, you know what? No, we're we're busy remember, for a decade. 
they put out Fallout New Vegas and they said, what was they said? You know, Bethesda said, you get a bonus if this meets a certain Metacritic score. And it was one point away yeah. from that score. And they got, <laughs> that would be an awkward meeting. Um, one one thing I would like to see is um, 343 work ooh. on a on a, on a new uh, Wolfenstein game. Ooh. Just because I love the the fluidness of like a Halo, you know, uh, but you can't mess it up too much. But just add something to it. I don't know. I, I the way I read that question, you know, just a dream pairing, not on something that's already out there existing or that needs help. But let's just say that the boys from three four three tighten up with the Wolfenstein clan and JB Hippenhauer, whatever his name is. What if three four? What's his name, John? John, what's the guy's name? And Wolfenstein, J.B. Hippenhauer, uh, John Bartsowitz, Blaskovitz, Blaskovitz, B.J. Blaskovitz, B.J. Blaskovitz, aka J.B. Actually, speaking of pair ups, there, I mean, who wouldn't want three four three and it to team up for Halo multiplayer? Right, <laughs> something like that. I mean, that right there is a win, right? Or, right. or maybe both those guys get together and they make a new version of Quake. There, there's a lot of possibilities here. Uh, I knew, I knew John, John, don't bust. <laughs> they can all come together and find a version of Rage 3 that still brings back Andrew WCK to do the theme song for us. I don't know. <laughs> Andrew WCK? Yeah. What did you just say? WK, whatever um, his name was. Is this it? Do you think they're done? Are they going to get anything else? Do you think this was... As far as acquisitions? This, yeah, do you think, you know, like when, 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 like a pro team, whatever, whatever sport, they have a they have a target. They want the big one that they want to sign, yeah. and they want to have others. But Xbox Game Studios already had, already had picked up some pretty big names, right? I think we should buy a Square Enix. <laughs> I mean, with the two things Get in the, the news Japanese, today, like Japanese J- Japan, you don't have a choice anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you, you want to play Final Fantasy? You want to play Dragon <laughs> Quest? You got to come to Xbox. Uh, I could. Who, I don't know. They would who buy the Fast Traveler. That's square, square Enix. Is square Enix? Yeah. It is Square, and it's Outriders is Square. <laughs> so um, there's what uh, I'm saying is the, the game that just came to Game Pass that yeah we're going to talk about. I think yeah. Uh, if I, Square gets bought by Microsoft, I'm killed. I think uh, I really am. I would say out. this: I I don't <laughs> think Square would go to Microsoft. I do think there's a potential that they I would. <laughs> I, I will say this: there could be a potential where Square realigns where it is and says you know what the things that have hit the most for us consistently on all ends the last couple of like 10 years have been when we just do our classic jrpg stuff and we're in that realm maybe that's where we need to focus and i could see them going ahead and saying we're gonna just jettison these properties (laughs) and let microsoft buy deus ex and buy tomb raider and buy like all that you know um uh this is not the same, but Nacho made me think of South Park. Uh, so he says, he said, Bill Gates, get Miyamoto. Get Bill Gates in here. Uh, get Miyamoto in here. And they just buy Nintendo. <laughs> Nacho, like, you you imagine? some respect for Miyamoto. Number one, spell his name right. Number two, don't ever, don't ever do that. Don't ever do that again. Don't do that? Man, he just tests me. <laughs> he tests you? He tests me. <laughs> well... I guess um, they could buy Sega. Sega would be possible. Why? Gives them another. Why? Gives them another Japanese leg, right? 
I'll give you five dollars. <laughs> they would have Sonic. They have other things, man. They have I, Fancy I we, Star. Fancy Star is popular. SR Line sucks. Sorry if there's any fans in the chat or listening. I really, really, really wanted to play that game and like it. Um, I think hard pass. Should, I think we should normalize admitting that Sonic was never good. No, you should. It was it, right. Right. Let's be let's be honest yeah, about the thing. Right. Because what are we, what are we lying as we learned, Don't you can look yourself? at you can look at the colors on the screen, and one of them just had more colors between that and Super Mario. Who cares? We played Anyways. a game. Uh, what game did we play that was in like? You played the game where you had to go on the ship and everything was like in like old school computer DOS text, and you had to figure figure out the murder mystery and stuff. I forget the game. Um, Obra Den, Obra Return Dine. of the Obra Den. Yeah, and well, colors, right? Matter in video games, right? I'm going off of uh, a line that was made back in the day when they were trying to sell Genesis. <laughs> He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> anyway, anywho, um, any I, final thoughts on this whole deal? Buy. They could buy you Ubisoft. <laughs> that would be terrible. That's right, John. You'll have to play all of your Assassin's Creeds whoa, on wait, PC. Who, who, who? Who produces Anthem? Not TA. Which that died. Yeah. I know, I know. But I'm saying that probably cost them so much money. What if Microsoft out of the whole thing buys EA? And then going back to the previous remark, EA's like, this acquisition is good for the player. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? I want them to leave <laughs> EA for what it is and just go like, here is a billion dollars. We would like Bioware. Thank you. And then run away and make it good. Run away, little girl. <laughs> That's an add-on on video games when you're standing in stuff that you shouldn't be standing on. Ooh. That, that happens, and you hear that in your headphones, and you freak the F out. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. That's so funny. Uh, but if uh, I think we're pretty good on covering this topic. If, if you have further thoughts and prayers, mm. uh, there are ways to get them into us. I would suggest doing that because this is not going to go anywhere anytime soon. Uh, and I got to continue the story or, or the updates on if John successfully navigates himself into an Xbox in a cart. Um, I think he should text me if that happens so I can push him over the edge to make the purchase because I'm good at that. Um, and I may ask him to buy two because I want one. But we shall yeah, see. I got you, baby girl. You got me, boo. That's what's up. Dude, uh, it was funny the other day. I said, uh, "Is it is it known in the community what your nickname is? Like, like at the house, like what the second part of your name right here in discord. Have we talked about that before? No, I'm not, not going to say it now, but I said that out loud and my wife goes, your wife you can't say that. That's John's nickname. <laughs> I was going to name something in the house that, um, uh, oh, wow. that's what's up. Hey, uh, we just banned somebody. <laughs> Ban hammer. Ban hammer. Don't come I in our chat with that. I didn't do it. No, no, no. Nacho did. That's yeah, our homie. That's our homie. All right. Well, yeah, we're getting a little out of hand here. Let's button this up. That was a great topic, Tom. That was a nice discussion. We like to do those from time to time and just talk about something. Um, you know, open format, if you will. Variety show, if you will. Hope you guys liked it. Thank you for tuning in. What we'll do now hey, um, is, hey, is John. you're gonna add, you're, you're gonna you're gonna before you do that, 
Uh, real quick, John, I'll sell you my uh, Series X for $800. Capitalism. Hey, okay. did you ever sell your old TV? Um, Like my Samsung? Mm-hmm. Not yet, no. Okay. Anyway. I was just curious. Okay, now you can pivot, Sean. Yeah. We're going to go to to news now. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! Hey, kind of. A little bit. A little-ish. Just like every week after Topic Time, boys and girls, Richards and Rich Etts, um, we bring you the hottest and freshest take on the news. John's going to start us off this week uh, with a new era. What's up, John? Ladies and gentlemen, a new era has begun. Now that the ink has dried, um, after the wet signatures, as they say, after the ink has dried on the Microsoft Bethesda deal, 20 games have dropped on Game Pass. Check this out. This includes some of Bethesda's most popular franchises. During a roundtable, Xbox announced the 20 games coming to Game Pass, which include Dishonored 1 and 2, Doom, Doom 2, Doom 64, Doom 3, and Doom Eternal. Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 4, Fallout 76. Did I miss Fallout 3? Is that not? I think Fallout yet? 3 might have already been on there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Prey, which is an excellent game. I would highly recommend it. I miss mean, High. Two, even better game. I totally recommend that one. The Elder Scrolls 3, 4, and 5, and online. Your official you names would... are Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim, and uh, The Elder Scrolls Online. No. <laughs> John, let me ask you real quick before you move on. Do you, know, what? do you know if online comes with all of the updates that you had used to pay for? I do not know that. But I believe they do. Two things! <laughs> I believe they do because it's the same with uh, Fallout 76. You get all the way up to the steel whatever steel division, whatever the latest expansion was called. I can't remember. Steel Magnolias, the evil within mm. and Wolfenstein, the new order, the old blood and young blood. Yeah. Uh, skipping over. Um, of course that might already be on game pass. You have a paragraph. You got to read too. I know, man, I was thinking okay. out loud. All but Morrowind, me. oblivion and TES. That's elder scrolls online. And Fallout New Vegas will be available through Cloud Play for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members. Microsoft also indicated that some of these titles would benefit from the FPS boost or bus on <laughs> Xbox Series X and S with more details to be shared soon. Yeah. This is like it, Christmas. I swear it, to God. It's, it's like, like Christmas, Christmas in March. March. I downloaded both uh, <laughs> Fallout 4 and The Siren 2 just because. I why do. not? Why did you do that? I never got to play Fallout 4 on my PC. And if I'm going to go back to it, I would mm-hmm. rather it be on PC. Right? <laughs> kind of I was thinking of... Go ahead. You were torn on what? No, no. I, I, I was, you I'm were, kind of torn on Dishon- on the Dishonored franchise. I would, I would like to go back and platinum these games, mm. but I also want to play them on PC. <laughs> it is very um, nice. I could tell you Dishonored 2, very nice so far on PC. Very yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. PC it is. PC it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to have to play Dishonored on PC. In addition to those, though, guys. There's an addition? Yes. New addition? Cool it now? 
Nothing? Okay. Xbox Games uh, Games Pass continues a hot streak of games coming to the platform in a surprise move. <clears throat> Octopath Traveler comes to Games Pass, released exclusively to the Switch and later to PC. The game will be made available on March 25th for all Games Pass subscribers. Uh, the game follows the story of eight travelers with distinctive stories who come together to stop the threats faced by their world it is imperative that you play this amazing game. I think that was from John. Uh, the other big news or the other big surprise in this was that Square Enix's upcoming Outriders will also debut on Games Pass at the title's launch on April 1st. You'll have to check it out on console though if you want to get your looter shooter fix with games pass because it's not the pc version uh there was like a bunch of others like undertales coming this month uh which is pretty big for pc gamers if you know what that is you can play it on switch um there there were a bunch of others that like they've been out to some extent but it was a good gathering you know i didn't want to where's huh where's tunic Tunic's still not there. Dude, where is Tunic? Where's Tunic? Where the heck is that game? But, dude, how big of a surprise is Octopath Traveler, John? Mm-hmm. Uh, very surprising. Holy crap. Dude. I currently, I, I traded in my Switch version and, and, and bought it on Steam. So mm-hmm. that's where I have it now. Looks so good. It looks amazing on PC. <laughs> it, imagine it really that, does. right? <laughs> uh, can you imagine? Yeah. What if it just Man. came out and, like, when it came to PC and now there it was like, uh, 16 travelers because you know there was just that much more RAM. <laughs> Boys, I think we're gonna have to cover a game that's a replay that we all get on Games Pass, mm. like an old school throwback review. I was and we all played on PC or something like that. I, I actually was doing that on my uh, Twitch stream last night with Dishonored, but I was struggling. I was some having some audio issues, but like, because like I, I even told John this right, like Dishonored, you either play kind of low chaos or high chaos. I think me and John are actually similar in this, that we usually do low chaos, um, trying not to kill everyone. I am not in that mode this time. I am finally playing Dishonored where I just take my sword out and I knife everyone I come across. <laughs> it's yeah, it's quite tough because I've got, uh, in order to platinum the game, you need to do all, mm-hmm. all play styles. And I don't like yeah. playing that way. <laughs> you don't like just murder and mayhem for no reason. Nope. Mm. Makes sense. Uh, we're, we are things. not done with we are, we are not done with Xbox news boys and girls. Uh, Xbox has confirmed it is planning a summer games event mm-hmm. that will be um, utilized. That will be utilized. Utilizing? The future of Xbox. Uh, uh, I am. Uh, let's start over. Let's. My let's that's my that's bad. Okay. No, no, no. It's on me. I'm, I'm a pro. I should have handled that. Um, Xbox has confirmed it is planning a summer games event that will be utilizing the future of Microsoft and Bethesda's partnership, among other things. No other news was given other than to suggest that this event would have an E3-style presentation. This could bring more news on titles such as Elder Scrolls Six and the much-anticipated... Oh, that was lightning and I got scared. Much-anticipated Starfield. It is also not clear if this presentation will be separate from what they plan to do on their E3 presentation this year. I think this is just their E3. I kind of do too. Yeah. Especially if it's in the summer. You know, that's kind of like when E3 is, right, boys? Yeah. 
especially if they've got Starfield. Like, if Starfield is actually ready to go this fall, and remember there was the news blurb from last week where they asked the guy, hey, what's your favorite upcoming Xbox game coming this year? And he's like, there are some that have not yet been confirmed as coming, you know, this year that I would say are on my list. I I kind of thought that's got to probably be Starfield. That's not a bad guess. So I'm nervous, Chris. The the lightning that was just point nine miles away is now point two miles away. That's the way lightning works, buddy. It gets closer, right? And then it goes further the, away. Yeah. This is I'm so okay. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're gonna be okay. <laughs> Walter in the chat says I need a thunder vest. <laughs> thunder buddy for Sean. I need that chick that's in um in Zelda Breath of the Wild. She can kind of harness lightning for me. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's all. I'm just going to say it like that. You know, I'm not really going to do spoilers, even though at this point we should be able to do spoilers. I'll be your thunder buddy. What? <laughs> um, John, I don't want to be a broken record, but we do need to talk about PS5 breaking records. So what's up? Well, let's get into that, Sean. PlayStation 5 is the fastest selling console in U.S. history by dollar sales but fell short of the number one spot for hardware in February 2021 with Nintendo Switch continuing to lead the pack. NPD determined this feat by tracking four months of sales on the market for PS5. Consumer spending in the industry is also up. Quote, February 2021 consumer spending across video game hardware content and accessories reached a February record $4.6 billion, 35% higher when compared to a year ago. Uh, Year-to-date spending totaled $9.3 billion, 39% higher than the same period in 2020. Here are the top 10 best-selling games for February. February. Coming in at number... Should I do 10 to 1? Yeah. Up to you. Do 10 to 1. You yeah, guys yeah. are doing it behind. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, number fantastic. 10, Call of Duty, Modern, Modern Warfare. Number 9, Animal Crossing. Number 8, Mario Kart 8, Diluce. Uh Number 7, Assassin's Creed... Valhalla. Valhalla. Number six, Little Nightmare Du. Number five, Madden NFL 21. Number four, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Number three, Persona 5 Strikers. I didn't expect that to do as well. Uh, Number two, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. And number one, Super Mario 3D World, a port of a Wii U game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You gotta love it. You gotta love it. Uh, real quick, before we talk about this list or what you just talked about, I want to point out to the folks in the chat, uh, this is exclusive to the Twitch viewers. You have a legend in the chat now. He was the originator, the godfathers, we call him, of our podcast. Tony is in the chat. Hearts in the chat for Tony or say hey to him. Um, if you're not in Twitch, sorry, you missed out on that one. But yeah, John, uh, I too didn't expect Persona 5 to be number three. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't expect it to fail necessarily. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure there were a lot of people that I know were excited about it, but um, that's kind of a um, Dynasty Warriors type of game. Yeah, it is. I understand it. Yeah. So it's, you know. I'm going to use my powers of deduction here and say the fact that Super Mario 3D World was number one maybe says that this wasn't like the biggest month ever, right? Like, I I don't mean that. I mean, it's no, it's Mario, but then it's like Little Nightmares 2 is coming in at number six here. Um, that's pretty strong for that to be a top 10 game. 
and pretty much everything else here outside of Persona 5 Strikers, right, is something that was already out. Uh, Listen, you know, so. I get your argument, but the rest of the games, I think, in any month yeah. would be would make a list of a top 10 somewhere on any month. I'm just not saying. all of them. Mar Mario might not be a number one in those months, mm -hmm. but I think most of these games, I'm going to stick with the word most, mm -hmm. would be on a top 10 list throughout the year. I'm just saying. Yeah, and I think the but reason you hate no, I, I just I look at the numbers and I go like, look, there 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 are periods throughout the year. February is usually one of them, where you know if there's not a ton of releases, this is what you see. <laughs> you see, listen, you, know. you hate Nintendo, no, you really do, but you now have to read a thing about their big year that you expect. <laughs> According to anonymous sources at Bloomberg. Uh, Nintendo has brief partners and suppliers and expects a record 250 million units of software to ship in the next physical year. This is likely thanks to a lineup of unconfirmed blockbuster games from marquee properties. Bloomberg calls this, quote, a series of marquee game releases, a much stronger blockbuster software lineup, and new hardware. Uh, Nintendo is already forecasting 205 million units of software to ship this fiscal year, its previous record of 204.6 units of uh, million units of software was reached in 2008 during the height of the Wii. I'm trying to think what they have that they think is going to push it so much outside of, I guess, maybe this rumored 4K switch and then getting yeah. some people to go, more people to buy Mario and Animal Crossing. Because have we really got any hints that in the next 12 months of, you know, their physical year runs from March to March, right? That there's something we know for a fact that's coming. We right don't, now. which makes me think Mario there's Kart gonna, nine Mario Kart <laughs> nine. I, I think there's going to be a Zelda, like we're getting skyward sword, maybe another Zelda title or another port, possibly some Metroid news that would make John really happy. These are big. These are the things when I, when I have, uh, an elusive story like this, that the, you know, potential big blockbusters type situations. Mm -hmm. You got you to gotta just kind of go, what could it be? What's in the pipeline? What have they been working on? Uh, I do think like a Breath of the Wild 2 could be that big game that comes out. That would be the one, right? Yeah. If that's out before sure. March next year. Or I guess if there's a Super Mario 3D game that is like, you know. I guess the yeah, Super, Super Mario Kart would be there. Because um, there is that Pokemon game and what? Those sell about 10 million each usually something like that well there's right. there's the re there's the remake of pearl and diamond and then there's the open world yeah Breath of the wild style um so look at john on being our new resident pokemon guy what's up well pikachu um I'm, play I'm playing that one that open world pokemon game i am yeah. playing that game yeah looks great and I, I can't wait you mentioned that before i actually can't wait till you do it um, Square Enix has some news this week, boys. Uh, they're mm. gonna they announced there's gonna be a digital showcase uh, this Thursday on March 18th at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Square Enix's Twitch account. So for everyone in the Twitch chat now, um, that might be something that you are fancy to and want to go watch. It'll also be on those YouTube channels. So Square Enix YouTube channel. The full lineup of the showcase will include announcements for the following. All right, be ready to take notes, boys. A new Life is Strange series game. Uh, we mentioned Outriders before. Mm -hmm. uh, Balan or Balan Wonderland. I don't know how to say that. I don't want to mess it up, so I said it both ways. More announcements for the 25th anniversary of Tomb Raider. 
Marvel's. Go ahead, sorry. No, no, go ahead, buddy. They they announced a few months ago a new mobile game for Tomb Raider. Looks pretty good, so I'm hoping to hear a little bit more about that. So you're going to be Diablo mobile guy and Tomb Raider mobile guy. You're going to be on board. All of your data is going to be wiped up. What was it? Temple of the Osiris on mobile was not a bad mobile game. It was was pretty pretty good. Uh, Additional games, Marvel's Avengers, uh, Just Cause Mobile. John's getting that one, too. Chris (laughs) might actually get that one. Uh, New mobile game announcements. Uh, from the Montreal studio, which is, um, uh, I don't know what that could possibly be. And new games from Taito, a sister company of Square Enix. So I like the fact they're, that they're just giving you what they're talking about um, instead of, you know, waiting for you to be disappointed in a Nintendo Direct or, you know, or a PlayStation experience video. I do like the fact that they're prepping you for what they're going to talk about. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll at some point after this event is over, pull up the whatever the Life is Strange is trailer just to see what that is, and probably for yeah. Outriders, and I will be good with everything else that's on here. I, I mean, they're probably Go gonna <laughs> they'll have something about the new expansion coming out for Final Fantasy. Somebody in chat was Nacho said Final Fantasy sixteen. <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna get a Final Fantasy sixteen game um, anytime soon, and it is what it is. But yeah, that that'll, that'll be fun. They're rumoring the um, the Tomb Raider trilogy uh, re-releasing optimized for the new consoles. So Let's I don't know. I don't know how needed that is. Yeah, something like that. You know. Yeah. So That'd I, don't be know, hilarious. I don't know if that's something people want, but um, no, they're gonna they're gonna it. announce that they sold it to to Games Pass to Microsoft, <laughs> as we said earlier. Yeah. Uh, if he was here. John is going to give us some news about friend of the show, Mike D. So if, if Mike D knew this news and he might know this news, and if he does know, he's already busted. <laughs> so Mike D, a friend of the show, is a big fan of Immortals Phoenix Rising, and Ubisoft has announced that new DLC is coming to Immortals Phoenix Rising on March 25th, 2021. This DLC will be Immortals Phoenix... <laughs> This uh takes you. This DLC will be Immortals <laughs> Phoenix Rising's Myth of the Eastern Realm. This is the second of three planned DLCs for the game, and the development is being led by Ubisoft Chengdu. Hmm. This adventure will contain a new open world, characters, and story that is inspired by Chinese mythology with a new hero focus. So I hmm. am looking forward to that. I just I just I just have to play Immortals Phoenix Rising. Oh, did you see, uh, speaking of DLC for Ubisoft games, John, did you see the the announcement today of what you can get for Assassin's Creed right now? Fall. Yeah, they, they talked about transmogrification was the big announcement. I just, you know, I, I just kind of was like, well, okay. there There was like a reward thing, like where basically you get, it's for free in the store right now, in the actual store, like the Animus store, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You get Altair's outfit for free. And you get like something like three hundred opal, <laughs> yeah. So you know it's a it's a nice little package along with um I guess all, this, all the stuff they had from the Yule Tide <laughs> Festival and all that. You can get all those things. So okay. just thought you might want them. But Thank yeah, you. I definitely uh I don't know if I I'll get this just because how much does the season pass? Is it twenty five bucks? You hated the game. Why would you get this? I gave it an eight, didn't I, or an eight point five? It didn't. I don't feel like you gave it an eight. If you gave it an eight, no, what, no, you're thinking last week, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is some more new DLC. Chris is going to tell us about for a different game. What's up? Uh, 
after now I've told them they should stop making anything for this game and go make Fallout New Vegas. Uh, yes. Obsidian Entertainment has announced the final DLC, Murder on the uh, Iridanos, will be released today. Ooh. I don't know if I said that right. Uh, the DLC arrives on PC, PlayStation 5, Series X, Slash S, PS4, and Xbox One. The expansion will arrive on Switch later in 2021. This DLC task, comes out. right? This TL, DLC tasks the protagonist with discovering who murdered the renowned actress uh, Halson or Halson Helen. Players will be uh, will have to interrogate witnesses, learn about potential alibis, and argue who you think murdered the actress. This is starting to sound like Outer Worlds L.A. Noir. It sounds um, like something Sean's not going to play. <laughs> players will have access to completely new tools known as the discrepancy amplifier to help with the investigation. That that, that could work, right? Because it's very it can have very noir tendencies uh, when you're playing this game at times. So Noir be, tendencies? Yeah. That game is too good for me not to finish. Did you ever finish it, Chris? I've gone very close, but no, I have not finished. It. I do that. Um, <laughs> that that to me, boys, lets me know that you know. I never thought of tell you. You know what game John will finish? An Assassin's Creed game, a Creed game he likes. Uh, he'll finish Dead Space. Which you play it? He goes back and plays Zelda. If he likes a game, he'll play it. And this game, he go. It's done. You're not getting the DLC. It's not happening. <laughs> Wait, it's okay that John, it's have you finished Assassin's Creed Valhalla yet? See? You know, I got 100 hours into it, though. Yeah. No, I mean, but you like uh, Origins and Odyssey. Like, you played the crap out of those games, you know? So Yeah. If That's what I meant. My point was, if you like it, you'll find a way to play it, and neither one of y'all are finding a way to finish Outer Worlds. That says something to me. But to I, me. I put 60 hours in. I could okay. go back and finish any time. Let's do it. Finish the do, game, John. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not known for that. And I, <laughs> yeah. I can. There was one I just finished. I finished Valhalla. You did, did you not. finish? No, yes, you did, did not. You did not. Yes, I it. did. No, you didn't. Bet. Yes, bet money. Bet. If if I got achievements or save files that I could show you, I would. Oh my god! Wait, not Valhalla. Valheim. Did I say Valhalla? Oh, you did. That's why y'all were saying no. You didn't. <laughs> you, know, like, you did not beat a hundred hour game. Yes. What else did I beat recently? I don't know. Well, I'll get a list together for you, boy, and what's going to happen. I'm going to show you all the games I don't beat, all right? Uh, speaking of uh, multi-year deals. Wait, what? Oh, nobody was speaking about that. No. <laughs> 2K has signed a multi-year deal with Tiger Woods. Uh, thoughts and prayers. Hope he's feeling better. I haven't really seen yeah. much news on that. Uh, but 2K has agreed an exclusive long-term partnership with Tiger Woods. Uh, the deal will allow for the acquisition of HB Studios, the development team behind the Golf Club franchise, and PGA, PGA Tour 2K21. Uh, the deal will grant 2K rights, um, the rights to Woods' name and his likeness. He will appear exclusively in PGA Tour 2K and any other games produced over the course of a multi-year partnership. Tiger will also take an active role in development of the games. Uh, it was quoted as, I am looking forward to making my return to the video game landscape. Escape, sorry. And with 2K and HP Studios, I found the right partners to make it happen. I'm honored to take part in this opportunity and look forward to sharing my expertise and insights as we build the future of golf video games together. Uh, and I got to be honest, uh, there's n- Tiger Woods' golf games were awesome. People bought them and they sold. Uh, they don't sell as good as 
um, when his likeness is not on it. Fair. So, I, I don't think, know. I think Tiger should do a um, off-road racing game. <laughs> too soon? Way too soon. But too comedy, soon. Uh, you know, you should, you should be able to joke about anything. I'm sorry. Uh, if you, if you follow like the likeness of like Ricky Gervais, he said that recently on Instagram. So I never fine. played the golf club franchise, so I can't comment on how good that team is. But either way, smart by 2K to say we'll take the most popular golfer probably of all time, or at least the most well-known, right, at this point. To... I would say the coolest. Jack Nichols. Jack hey, Nicholas. Greg Norman was pretty gol- freaking cool. Not like G. Rodriguez. Not you guys. You're going to play this game with me. I know what you're doing. You know what I'm trying to say. All right. Yeah. I'm sorry, boys. Tigers, he sells video games. But, John, we are now going to, we're going to make an announcement that this next piece will be the final news piece of the week. It's one of the most important news pieces of the week. That's why we put it last. <laughs> this is a this is an inside joke, guys. Uh, it is a piece of news, uh, but it, we're having a little fun with John. That's all it is. So bear with us. Final piece of the news, Chris. Finally, this week. Email. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Jade Raymond forms new studio. <clears throat> Hold on. <laughs> This is great. (laughs) Jade Raymond has formed a new studio called Here We Go Again. I mean, no, no, scratch that. She has formed a new studio called Haven just months after departing Google Stadia. The new studio will work on exclusive IP for PlayStation. I might have gotten that detail wrong. They might be just working on a game for PlayStation. I'm not sure. I think so. According to the announcement from Raymond, quote. (laughs) He's got to re-drink, folks. It's hard. We want to create worlds where players can escape from their obligations as game developers. I'm sorry. Wait. Let me start over. Quote, we want to create worlds where players can escape, have fun, express themselves, and find community. We want to pour our passion into a project and then leave. That's not what that says, John. That's not John, what she not did what either. <laughs> John, that's not what she did. I don't understand this. Want to, we want to make wondrous. We want to make something wondrous for people to experience. Raymond has previously had developer roles at EA, Ubisoft, and Google. Most recently, like I don't get it. So that's like because she didn't like leave Google. Like Google got rid of Google Stadia Games, which she was the mm-hmm. head of, right? So she left to go do this. I don't understand that. Um, so the last things that she was involved with regarding game, like a game that actually released was the quest for Epic loot, which is a mobile game from 20, it launched in 2015. Mm -hmm. She was executive producer on Splinter Cell Blacklist. Uh, and then she was a producer on Assassin's Creed one and two. That's her resume. She was on Watch Dogs. Thank you. You're right. Sorry about that. Yeah. The classic epic game known as watchdogs mm-hmm. um, but she was executive producer on that as well i believe so i mean her her resume pretty much ends in 2015 mm-hmm. it's been six years since she has produced a product yet she's put on this pedestal in the industry and i i wonder 
wine. But you know, it's just a, you know, it's like, fine, good luck, Jade. Maybe mm-hmm. one day you'll do a game. But we just think of her as such some sort of titan in the industry. And any other person with that resume, I just don't feel would be a titan in the industry the way she's just put on a pedestal. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Wish her the best. I hope she makes a great product. And I, I look forward to playing it if it's, if, if it's a solid game. But she has to release it first. That's all. I mean... I don't know. I guess, like, I'd say, like, you're talking about someone who created arguably Ubisoft's biggest franchise, right? The only other thing that, like, no, she co-created that that series. No, she did not create Assassin's Creed. I mean. Got to fact check you on that. She was director, was she not? Or a producer? She was a producer producer on the game. But I mean, like, point being, like, she, she oversaw the studio in that project, right? And got it out, and it went on to become one of their biggest hits, if not their biggest hit there. And I mean, she left just, in. Yeah. Like she's kind of had a behind the scenes thing. Just more. So was working over everything for <laughs> Ubisoft for a number of years and then decided to go take a risk on Google. And I guess that didn't work for her. I, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for her because she's maybe she's getting back to maybe something like she wants to do. Okay. Like, look, I just want to go create content and know that, I don't have to worry if I work for Stony, right? Like that they're all of a sudden going to cut the rug out from under me because they're going to want the game. <laughs> you're going to have to correct the internet because it says on the internet that Jade Raymond is a Canadian video game creator. What's it, a boot? Best known for helping create the Assassin's Creed and Watchdog franchises and for building the Ubisoft Toronto and EA Motive Studios. Yeah, she. That's right. That was the other thing. Motive, right? Like the. She. she are those the? Those were the ones who did. Uh, what they work on? Battlefront two. Am I wrong? I can't remember. It's been forever. Are you asking me? Because I got the yeah. internet pulled up. Oh, my fault, dude. I don't know how to look that up for you. But I'm gonna click her wiki page now. Wikipedia, you know, anybody can type in there. So this is, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Al, I, this is this is Al Gore's internet at, that he created here. So, uh, but some games, um, John listed them all. She yeah, was a managing Star director Wars. in Far Cry Four. Yeah. Four. She was in Battlefront Two. Yeah. She was the senior vice president, group general manager. Um, she was in Metal Gear Solid Four, Sons uh, Guns of the Patriots as the managing director. Uh this is I I don't know. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I've got no qualms with Jade. Yeah. Neither do I. Well, it's very shady at her house now. She wants to know where the shade was coming from. <laughs> There's no shade. Um, She was like, why, Um, you know, is everything all of a sudden so salty towards me? But it's not like, it's not like she left Ubisoft in 2015 and went to Google Stadia. That's not no, what happened. Yeah. She went to she EA Motive. Well, she, no, she went, she went from this game, this studio, she founded studio, studio dissolved. She founded a studio, studio dissolved. She founded a studio, studio dissolved. I mean, she hasn't, she hasn't produced anything since 2015. No. And yeah. But she oversaw Battlefront 2. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. You graduate from a producer to become a senior vice president. Yeah. Like she I mean, was, that she was over that studio or whatever. Right. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. There. Battlefield Two did great. Yeah, I mean, I mean, regardless, it was it was a pretty big franchise. Uh, these are 
I mean, she starts off on The Sims and ends on Battlefront 2, and in between there is Assassin's Creed, uh, Far Cry games, Splinter Cells, Metal Gear Solid. Those are big games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's pretty, I mean, she's a few years older than me, so I guess she's kind of pretty young in the industry, and she's kind of making moves. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just... I, to me, I can see why it was a, it's it, like when I typed her name in, and this is why we added her in news, It's there's a bunch of news that hit on her. Um, I think if anything, you could argue the bad thing that she maybe did for her career is she left Ubisoft, right? Because she went to EA, which is not no offense to EA, but they really haven't done a great job internally, especially when they brought in talent this last 10 years um, or even reacquired them in the case of old Casey Hudson. Uh, and then, you know, she took a risk and now she's now she's going with this. So I hope it's good. Yeah, I, I hope she gets I to really make a th- game. Dude, I think that the love for her in the industry comes because she is known as the producer for Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs. Yeah. Um, and I think that it doesn't matter what you do after that. You could be like one hit wonder bands people love because they have that one big hit. That's music. Video games, you give us some memories like that. If I, if I go do some fact checking and she created the name Ezio and that whole storyline, we're going to have to fist fight in a square somewhere to the death because all the shade you threw on Jade. I'm just saying, hmm. but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, speaking of <laughs> what is, what is on that note. Um, Holy hey. moly. Look, I, I get it. Y'all were primed and ready for this. No, I, I don't think that's accurate. I thought, honestly, like when you were saying this stuff, I was like, is he talking about Amy Henning? I was like, because I get that. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Never. electronic mail from the future all the way from the year 3000 so yeah this is the part of the show where your 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 guys here sean john and chris uh welcome you know emails and such discord notes twitter activity this is the kind of like the end of the show and we appreciate when you do write into us we did have an email we read earlier and that's kind of the only one we want to I think highlight this week. Let me make sure there's nothing else that we want to. But uh, just to remind you, our email, if you do want to write into us, is weeklygameschat at gmail.com. We do check those and try to include those into the show um, anytime we get them. I I did put out a... (laughs) It's funny. I'm clicking on um, our Discord because that's the next thing I want to talk about. Of course, uh, if you listen to the show and you haven't heard, we have the the worldwide best exclusive Discord ever. Um, please hit us up if you want to be a part of that. And I did put out that uh, I put out <laughs> uh, I that if it, if it was recording day and if you wanted to get your emails in uh, to do so. And it's funny, um, you know, Yuri, for example. So when we go live, it tells you in Discord we went live, right? And Yuri says, you know, loves a different color for the background of each. Nice. Yuri's a nice fellow, right? Punkhead, on the other hand. Uh, he doesn't like that for some reason we switch spots. I don't know why we switch spots. I don't I know, know what why. happened, but he said, hold up. Don't be switching up your usual spots. That's our bad. 
you know, we're going to blame that on no one because it just kind of happened. Uh, but there is an actual email section in Discord where we usually try to check. I don't see anything new uh, there, so we're good there. Now what I'm going to do is pull up our Twitter page. And if you want to be cool and follow us on Twitter, um, of course, we are at Weekly Games Chat on Twitter. And uh, let's see, some of you guys have already, from this week's episode, retweeted and liked that we went live. So thank you for that. Uh, let me double check our direct messages to make sure we don't have anything. I think we're good. Okay. Oh, what's today? So this was delivered. This is the 17th, remember? Yeah. Because it's St. Patrick's Day for them. No, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I was just checking this because this was last week. We must have already read that. I can't remember. We should be good. We should be good. Sorry. I'm kind of checking this on the fly. Um, Let's see. Uh, We don't really have much activity that I want to point out from last week. Uh, We were copied by Bravo 24 Actual on um, what was the best NES Nintendo Entertainment System game ever. Hmm. I'm going to like that tweet. Thank you for copying on that. Walter. Best NES game? Yeah, NES, right? Best NES game ever. I got to go Super Mario Bros. 3. That's always my default. That's solid, Ooh. bro. Well, I would go Super Mario Brothers. Hmm. When I think of it's Nintendo. Packaged, packaged with every game. With every console. Yeah. When I think of the best Nintendo Entertainment System game ever, I think of Mario 3, I think of Mario, I think of Excite Bike, I think of Zelda, um, I think of none of those for me, Touch Home, for me. And this this is going to pull straight on nostalgia as my, I think, of Contra, you know? Mm. Um, but for me, the best Nintendo game ever, and it was because he was licensed to the game, was Mike Tyson's punch out. <laughs> and it appears that me and Josh uh in the chat have the same idea. Mike Tyson's punch out, best Nintendo game ever. I'm just saying Squad. to I'm just saying, Josh, that they weren't playing Mike Tyson's punch out the end of the wizard for the first time. Can you, can you ban Josh? Right? I want to ban Chris for hating on Mike Tyson's punch out. I do like that game. The game's a jam. Mike Tyson is un, almost unbeatable. I know people also, can beat him. And do. Also up there, uh, Super, uh, what you call it, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I believe that was on the The Turtles in Time right? one? The arcade yeah. one that came over on it? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was dope. That really, really was. Let me go over to our home uh, button over on Twitch. Let's see if we have any new likes this week, boys. Um, new followers. Oh, we do got some new followers. What's up? This makes me happy. So once again, if you want to be a part of the the Twitter community, uh, you can come hit that follow button. Matter of fact, um, if you want to be part of Discord, you can message us in Twitter to be a, get a to the invite. It is it's actually posted, it's pinned on our Twitter page to be able to get into Discord. We will welcome you with open arms, but no um no more stalling. Uh, what up to at Kefka twenty two hundred? Uh, thank you so much for the follow. Gonna hit that follow button and hit you back. Don't blow up the world, Kefka. <laughs> um at Monsieur Funches. 
Thank you for the follow, following you back. Uh, Valhalla Rant Pod. Um, this is great because it looks like they're a podcast comedy about Valorant. And that's a video game that I haven't played yet. But yeah, anytime you follow us, we do our best to follow you back. Thank you for all the love we got out there. Um, so once again, they're kind of throw it all out there. Emails, weeklygameshad at gmail.com. Discord, there's a pinned uh, invite on our Twitter page. And to get to there, it's uh, Weekly Games Chat on Twitter. So thank you very much. And shout out once again. Shout out once again to the folks in our Twitch chat, twitch.tv backslash weekly games chat. We chat chat. We stream there every Tuesday for the live show. We try to get some events going there when we can. Uh, but Tony Henderson says, I was thinking about punch out and Metroid when talking about the best Nintendo game. Um, that's, what's, that's what's up. So if you're in the chat, thank you so much for being here. We're, we're, we're not quite done yet. Don't forget about the post hangout show where once we cut the recording off, we hang out and we hang out uh, in a way in which we talk to you and kind of whatever happens, happens. I do want to remind everybody, this has been episode 299. No! Um, that means that next week is episode 300. That comes after 299. Should we should we like get gift cards to give away to people in Twitch? Should we plug that all week so people will come watch us on Twitch? Maybe. We'll see. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. Wherever you download the show from, make sure you hit uh, you know, that, that review, give us five stars. At worst, give us four if that's the score. We thank you guys very much. John and Sean. Uh, John and Sean. John and Chris, you guys got anything to add? All Nothing good. to add there? All good. Well, then I will simply say to both of you guys, from the bottom of my heart, game on Chris and game on John. Game on John. Game on Sean. Game on guys. And as I ended every week, peace out. Your mom's box. The life. <laughs>